Welcome to our houses, our individual houses, and welcome to another episode of the Back Catalogue podcast. This is the podcast where we are back in your city, and by we, I mean me, Apple, and my co-host slash co-founder, Vincent. We dive into the streaming services, we tell you, the listener and the viewer, what is worth it and what is not. Now, once again, apologies just straight off the bat. You know, the lighting in here is terrible. We are at our individual houses. This is not where we want to be, Vincent, but we're here. This is absolutely not where we want to be. And after last uh, last week, actually, it's going to be like a week and a half ago now. Mm. But after that time, you know, we said we wouldn't be doing any remote stuff. But like, subsequently, I got I got the covet. So, <laughs> you know... We, <laughs> I mean, Vincent said he's sick and tired. I've always been so sick and tired. And, and then and, I got know, sick and then yeah. I got tired. Exactly. Uh, so, but yeah, we're, we're here. We are also we also can't see each other. I can't see uh, my co-host slash co-founder. Um, so he can't welcome me to his house because uh, mm-hmm. I can't see it because yeah. we've had too many issues with with uh, visual mediums. <laughs> so if this if this is better, if this is worse, I mean... Who the hell knows? Here's the thing that I know, Vincent, is that we can't see each other, but like the spirit still flows within us. And the spirit is that Ozploitation spirit because today we are still in the Ozploitation era and we are doing 1985's very own Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. And also, like, just, just before I was also, you know, normally we do every Wednesday. You know, every Wednesday the podcast comes out. Obviously, I had to cover it. So it's it's going to come out like a, I don't know, it depends. If I get this out, it might be a Friday night. And it might be, that might be the main event for the weekend. Um, <laughs> did you get, did you get like heads, heads asking, you know, where's the, where's the podcast? Oh, bro, all the heads asked. All the, all heads, the heads asked. And asked, I just, yeah. I just had to let them know, like, it's, it's on shaky ground, me and Vincent, you know, we, we had a misunderstanding as to which yeah. Mad Max we were going to watch. And then like, we were at each other's throats for a, for a couple of days. But we're yeah, back. But we, we we're, we're back, and like they didn't want us to be back because I didn't get any messages. <laughs> so like, evidently, no one, no one wanted us to be back uh, from my end. And I'm glad that people thought that you know, you 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 being, or people said to you that they wanted us. Bro, uh, my brain's Look, not working. L- listen, 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 Vincent. Look, it's 2023, and you got the 19. Okay, like you're back in time. You are back as far as we can be right now. That so what true. we're going to do, we're going to take it slow. We're going to drink some water and we're going to get back into into some Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome because I have some facts for you and for the listeners and the viewers. Some Mad Max facts. Now, this is Mad Max facts. This has got a 6.2 out of 10 on the IMDb. It's got the 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, this had a budget. I've got to find this budget. Uh, because it's different in different places, but it had a budget of $10 million. This was the biggest budget that any of the Mad Max films has had, which makes sense, right? It's the third one. You've had some success. Let's do some more. Uh, it grossed $4 million, just over $4 million at the Australian box office. And uh, the film grossed, yes, at the Australian box office. Uh, and then it grossed $36 million in the United States okay. and Canada. That's pretty good. Yeah, so, so it's, it's 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 doing okay. Yeah, that's you a pretty. There? Did you just uh, yeah, leave me? Much? Sorry, no, 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 I'm here. I'm here. What okay. was the uh, 
What was the budget? 10 million. 10 million. It says 10 to 12 million, but I'm going with 10 because like, I'm okay, here so for the people. Because I'm looking, I'm looking up inflation calculator. That's, that's about 28 million in today's dollars. Um, and because like, I'm, I'm in 2019, I'll look that up as well. Because mm. uh, I got the 2019. <laughs> Make sure you put in numbers. Yeah, all right. Dude, I can't believe you got the 2019. We're sitting here. And it's, and it's 23 million in 2019. Wow. And that will so happen less. with inflation. Because, I mean, inflation, you know, that's, it don't, it don't deflate. Now, here's the thing that I want to tell you, Vincent, right now, and this is for you and the listeners and the viewers. Much like what the listeners are probably thinking about our overall podcast, when I started watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, <laughs> I was hoping it would end very soon. And we're oh, going to get right, <laughs> we're going to get right into this review. Now, I hate this lighting, man. I hate this lighting. But that's okay. I can, I can fix that. You can make me look I can better. Fix that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just have it as like technical difficulties, and I'll just, I'll just turn your whole video off. <laughs> I mean, look. That's, sometimes that's you just got to turn the whole video off and just, just turn the corner in light. Sometimes be, it's not salvageable. Now I'm going to give uh, you the synopsis. Then we're going to jump into this, Vincent. We're just going to talk about what we like, what we didn't like. Because uh, let me tell you, there's a lot that I, there's a lot that I didn't like, and we'll get into this. Bar town. And I'm talking about Barter Town, a desert city with almost zero civilization, is where Max seeks shelter in a post-apocalyptic world. He must survive the desert, the barbarians, and this ghost town, and also rescue others. So, like, not only is this movie bad, but the synopsis is it just making me feel even more frustrated about the movie. Yeah, but George didn't have nothing to do with the synopsis, you know? I mean, I can't, I can't say anything bad about George. Because, like, George has done good things. George has done, well, I mean, he's done some good things. I, don't, I mean, I don't he's know done about, some good you know, things. I haven't read his memoir, so I don't know, I don't know about all the things. Um, <laughs> like, he could have been behind 19. Like, I mean, we're not could... saying that live on air, but, like, we haven't read the memoir, so we're not 100% <laughs> sure what happened with George. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> it's all alleged on this podcast, and we'll just make it's that clear from the start. Now I want to hear from you, Vincent. Let's just let's just get into give give the, the synopsis. I don't think really gave the best understanding of it. So I want you to just tell the people what what this movie was about and where we started in this movie. All right, so I'll set the scene of you know where where I start this movie. So this was like day three. I'm talking. Oh, I got high fever. I got like I'm sweating and I got chills. Oh, and man. and you tell me you tell me how to add those two together. Because that doesn't that doesn't add up to me. And I'm I'm watching Mad Max, Fury Dome or Thunder it's Dome or whatever, something. whatever like whoever's dome came up with this is is got to be like taken around the back of the barn. But oh, I geez, mean it's beyond it's, me. It's like beyond it's 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 like it could be like your your video quality. It could be beyond salvageable. Anyway, so. I'm I'm watching this in the in the, in the thick of in the thick of uh, symptoms right now. So I don't know if what I was watching was a fever dream or if it was if it was you know straight from straight no, from no, George Miller's uh, dome. But this this movie, sorry, what are you gonna say? This this movie, I imagine it being like half half. Hey, we're we're still doing Mad Max. Like, hey, Mad Max is still here. It's still, you know, 
the Australian outback, but it's not actually the Australian outback anymore. We're kind of just in this. We almost look like Gladiator. And then there's a whole situation where well, I mean, I haven't seen the Goonies, but I imagine this being what the Goonies is like. Because it's just half the movie is Max with these these kids that have the most absolutely infuriating way of talking for about, I don't know, that's got to be at least half of the movie. And he's like got this ragtag boot bunch of kids and they're doing dumb things and he's yeah, doing dumb so, things. I mean, that's the movie. And like Tina Turner's there. Uh, I think I'm going to get into, I'm going to get and, into, and the movie. you know, you're talking about the Goonies. I actually compared this to another movie when I was watching it, but I consider this to be the bogan and, and let's just say undercooked version of this movie that I'll describe a bit later. But one of the things that I think, you know, this, this movie is called Beyond Thunderdome. And Max finds his way into a town in which he's, you know, the, the, the main reason that he goes into that town is because he's trying to get his car back. And a way for him to get his car back is to essentially jump into this thing called Thunderdome, which is like a gladiator scenario where he has to verse another man to the death. Uh, when I saw this part of the movie, yeah. when they walked into Bartertown, I'm thinking if we spend the entire time in this Bartertown meeting all the crazy people that are here, doing Thunderdome things, you know, people flying around on, you know, strapped to bloody bungee cords and just flying around a dome <laughs> that was the best part that was the best part of the, about the thunder dome they don't just put you in there with you know yeah your, your bare mittens they put you in there you they strap you to a bungee they the bungee string they they like they wind you up and then and then you're at the winds i mean of, you're just flying you're at the winds of the rubber and you know if they left me in there for 90 minutes Right, but maybe maybe there's a couple Thunderdome fights. You don't need you don't need more than two. You do two Thunderdome fights with Max. Then maybe something happens. These people are trying to break into the place and steal Barter Town, like you know, take over Barter Town. Or Max is having to escape for some reason. I think that is a far better movie than what we got here, because what we got here, Vincent. I'm going to tell you this straight up to your face right now. I think this was like, what if Bogans made Star Wars? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to agree with you there. This was. This was a. This was a pretty bad movie. This was a pretty bad movie. It, and it wasn't even. You know, mm. the last few. The last two movies. You. You look at all the other characters, and you're interested. This movie, I felt like all the other characters were just as boring as Max. As Max. And I think one of the reasons, now I'm slouching in this chair, and that's just, you know, sometimes you'll work from home and you'll forget about your posture because there's no one here to see you. But really, all of YouTube is seeing me. And because we went viral recently, like all of YouTube is seeing me. Um, so I apologize for that in advance for my slouch posture. But one of the things that I think you're correct in is that the reason why everyone is so boring is because you go into this really rich, and by rich, I mean like there's lots of people in this town which we haven't really seen lots of people in one space in Mad Max. It's always sort of been dispersed. Even in the last movie where there was a few more people in that one space, there hasn't really been as many as what there was in Bartertown. But the issue with Bartertown is everyone looks exactly the same. They're yeah. all just wearing black. And then Tina Turner comes out looking like Tina Turner, and you're like, why isn't everyone looking like, like you know, why isn't some person looking like Tina Turner's you know, cousin, Christina Turner? Like, why isn't Tina someone Turner. doing that? I mean, you know, Christina Turner. That's if that's really her cousin's name. Like, that's 
that's two Tina Turners. I mean, but if your cousin's like, you know, you got the same grandmother, grandfather, like you might be named the same thing. And that's just yeah, ethnic that's things wild. for me and you to talk about. Yeah. You know, because how many Vinnies are there and how many co-hosts slash co-founders are there in your family? I mean, there's a lot. One of the things, that, yeah, so I think, it's, I think it's very boring because everyone just looks the same. Mm. And that's I think what they you, almost went, they almost went too much in this one. Well, you have to, and this is the thing. It gets to a point where you have to go bigger and better, but sometimes yeah, but they it doesn't go, always I don't work think out. They went, I don't think they went bigger and better. I think they just said, hey, you know those other two movies? Let's just forget about what we did there. Because this movie did not feel anything like the previous ones. The car chase scene in this one was garbage. Yeah. Number one, because like, they were on rails for one of them. That, for that's exactly of right. Mm. But you didn't, you barely even saw, you barely even saw any of the car chase parts that are actually enjoyable there was a few you know there was that dude with the with the hair with the big ponytail and he just kept they just like kept he kept getting run over and he kept just appearing from different from different body panel body panels he's like hey bro you got a rust you got a rust spot here like this is not going to get through this is not going to get through regency park uh compliance um and he just kept appearing but other than that the car chase scene was terrible. Yeah. I, I really don't understand what the whole thing was with, oh, Captain, I don't know, Captain Phillips or Captain Edwards or like whatever whatever the man's name is. Could have been Captain so, Jack Sparrow for all I care. So there's this, there's this, you know, there's this subplot that's going on. So once Max, you know, he, he gets involved at a, in Thunderdome and then ends up not killing the man and gets exiled from Bartertown. Now, on, uh, on his way out, he, he stumbles upon uh, this group of kids that Vincent was talking about earlier. And if these people aren't the B-grade Ewoks from oh, Star geez. Wars... Oh, yeah, no, you know, you're, you're 100% correct this is This is what I'm saying here, right? <laughs> these kids that are in this movie, they, they worship things that have happened in the past and these stories. And one of the things that they worship is this plane. There's this plane that's crashed near where they live and they're going to use it to get to safety. That's essentially yeah, got what these, this whole plot is. They've got those like hollow hollow cards you put in the, the glasses, and there's you know there's a pilot, there's a plane, there's a city. And <laughs> oh they, yeah, and they've I made up their saying. own stories. Yeah, and they've that's they, right. and that's and that's cool. And you know that could have been a cool plot, but it it literally just turned into, hey, how about what if we make Max a bit more accessible, and then we can do like spin-offs for kids for kids. Yeah. You know, we can do well, little Einsteins, we can do like little budget Ewoks. I could see them making a TV series out of just these Ewoks and it being like, you know, 10 minute episodes of like the Ewoks, these, whatever these, these kids are called, just like walking up to planes and being like, oogity boogity, let's, let's get out of here. And that, honestly, that man's, honestly, that man's the, coughing the out the 19 spoke, right now. The way they spoke was, abs- it was just infuriating. I couldn't stand it because it you wasn't to- as if, Hey, oh, you know they—they they don't know how to speak because they've never been taught. They just randomly spoke in weird sentences. Yeah. Every now and then. Like instead of saying foot, they're the sort of people that will say feet. Yeah, that's right. Like that's put right. that feet in my mouth. Like they'll say that, and then like <laughs> we, we will have to just check them on that. But one of the things that I want to talk about as being a, a major issue is that beyond. Thunderdome, and I, I simply mean beyond Thunderdome. Like when we leave that space, this movie 
tries to expand into something bigger and then loses itself completely. And yeah. for, for those out there who have really seen the rise, the fall, and the rise again of the back catalogue, we are doing that exact same thing, Vincent. You know, we paid all that money for the big stew. We're not even using it now because, like, you know, you're back in 2019. I'm here in 2023. Yeah. And, and we went big, and unfortunately, we got to go home. We just got to go home. Yeah. When, when you know, Max helped these people escape, and, you know, he, he's, he's stuck being the wanderer, whatever happens to him, were you expecting him to rock up in Shitney at the end? In where? They go to Sydney in the end of this movie. Oh, yeah. Were you expecting him to just like rock up and be like, hey, I'm Max, I'm in Sydney now? No, but also they flew there on that plane from the guy from the second movie, which they didn't, Max didn't recognize him and he didn't recognize Max, which I thought that was interesting. I think this builds into your theory from the last one that they're just separate entities and maybe Max Movies. is an idea rather than a, a character. Yeah, maybe, or maybe he's just he's just mad. <laughs> like he just uh, but yeah, fun. they all they all fly to Sydney. <laughs> yeah, which there's no way they're getting there in that thing with them all. I mean, that's all that's like, a... hiding under the wings. Yeah, we're talking about Boeing's here. We're not talking about like prop planes or or little like you know whatever that man was, gyro, gyrocopters that he was doing in yeah. the second movie. Like, this is a Boeing 787 or 747 or, you know, I'll, I'll say any number and I wish it's that. But it's one of those. These no, guys aren't they were using, that anyway. I think they were using that other plane that the dude had. But I also don't know, yeah, I don't know. Who cares about that realistically? Who cares? They Who can cares end about up in, this is what I'm saying. They could end up in Adelaide. But yeah. Who cares about this movie, man? I, I I was really upset by this because I see Tina Turner. I see Thunderdome. I see Angry Anderson. You know Angry Anderson? I don't know who that is. He's that he's that dude with the the bold dude that's got the ha- the head on top of his head. The head he's on one top of, of his uh, head. he's one of he's one of Tina Turner's um one of Tina Turner's sort of bodyguards. No, I can't remember. He's got like the, the 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 white head. He's got like a stick that's going up from his back, and it's got a head on top of it with like the mohawk on it. Wasn't that the guy I was talking about? The I think that's the guy getting... you were talking about earlier. Yeah, bold dude, bold man. Where you at? Have I lost you here? No, no, I can hear you. You just dropped out for a second. Okay, uh, I, I I think that you know you've got these people, and and you just fumbled the bag. You know, I, see, I don't even say, think they were particularly the interesting. I really don't think they were particularly interesting. I think this movie had none of the, the atmosphere that the previous two had. The last two what at least... You, what do you think it missed in regards to the atmosphere of an Ozploitation film? This is what I want to well, hear from you, Vincent. I think I think Bartertown felt like, like you said, it was full, but it was empty. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, that's just, themes. There were too many we'll people. We'll bring out themes here. We'll bring our themes. But there were there were too many people and you didn't really I think the last ones, they did really good in giving just random characters that were only on screen for like thirty seconds, not even, a a part that made you go, Oh, that's a different person to the other fifty that I've seen. Yes. You know, like when when we had that the scene in the second movie where they're trying to fix the truck. 
and the the mechanic is talking to like a dude who's then talking to another dude who's talking to the the head guy that's given orders. Now the two dudes that are talking to each other, you do not see them at any point in the movie other than that. Yeah. But in that moment, they are distinct. It's it's a hilarious scene. It is. Funny. But they're distinct, and you go, okay, there are real people in here. There are real people in this space. And that was the same with so many other. You just have them for a second. Like even when some dude would some dude would just like die and he'd die with character. You know? Mm. Heads here wouldn't even die with character. Yeah. They just they just like collapse. Now, I, I think as well, like adding to that, you're you're not in anywhere that's really that exciting, which which then sort of brings the characters down even further you know when mm. we go into that pig that pig pen thing that is run by master whoever that guy's name is yeah those space, actually that that character master and, and basher yeah uh what's, it might have been like prancer dancer and like rudolph but well, i can't remember now <laughs> uh they were they were cool characters i like them too yeah yeah they, they were very cool characters uh blaster that's right you're you're right blaster blaster um, they were cool characters, but within that space, like, who are you going to care about? You're going to care about Robert Grubb as, uh, as Pig Killer? I don't even yeah, know who Robert, Robert Grubb is. He, he's Pig Killer. Um, you know, he, he. I don't. I know that they're trying to create this down, dirty environment, but I don't really need to see like 15 minutes of Max being in a space where people are shoveling pig feces. Mm. Didn't do anything for me. I do agree with you that's, that Master is the one character who is so quirky that he almost steals the show from the start. And by quirky, yeah. I mean like the way that he presents himself, the way that he not only does he um, not only does he present himself physically because he's he's standing on top of another man, but also yeah. he he presents himself in a way that he's like, I know I'm at the bottom of all of this. I'm at, but I, but I make the I make the wheels I make the wheels work because he's he's got the <laughs> that's energy. A, that's right, and he lets Tina Turner's character know who is the who is the boss of Bartertown, who is the yeah. the queen of Bartertown. He lets Tina Turner know, like brother, this is me. Like yeah. this is me. I will say I did like Tina Turner as well, and I like Tina Turner I because I like. I'll tell you why I like Tina Turner because I see someone floating down towards Thunderdome from like a high up space and they got just this like this glamorous hair and it's <laughs> Tina Turner you know she's got pipes and she'll do the she'll do the soundtrack as well um I respect that and you know RIP to Tina Turner who only only recently passed away because she had some yeah. hits out there I mean she had some hits but this movie wasn't one of them I didn't, I didn't like her in this movie this movie was not one of them but I did I did enjoy Tina Turner now before we get into our ratings Vincent is there anything because you know there's a segment on this show in which you sort of just rattle off things that come to your mind and this is that segment um uh-huh. is there anything that you can think of that you want to talk about before we just get into the back end of this I don't think there's I didn't make any like notes or anything because like I said I was I was neck I mean, deep in like chills and, yeah. and fevers yeah, um, and like no, you're either neck no, deep in enough. pig feces or you're neck deep in the 19, and you don't want to be neck deep in either. No, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, overall this movie sucked. It was like a, a two or a three, I think. Honestly, it didn't have many redeeming qualities for me. Yeah, it really, it really just was was poor. And I look back on the the first two, and even though I didn't initially like the first one that much, 
I, I was thinking more about what you said last week or the week before or like in 2018, whenever it was, that <laughs> the first part of the first movie and the second half of the second movie, put those two together, that's a movie. That's a movie. That is a movie. And, you know, I think... I think you are 100% correct because the car chase in the second movie was unbelievable. Mm. And I really did enjoy the environment in the first movie, the characters, the the wildness of it. I think I think they had a lot of good bits here. Uh, but this movie did not have any good bits. This movie was just bad. Yeah. I feel that this falls into the Patrick versions of these Ozploitation movies that we've watched, where it doesn't really give you much Oz and doesn't give you much Ploitation. Uh, it really no. misses on some of the key factors um, that we have grown to love from an Ozploitation film. And, and one of those factors that it really misses, and I'm going to hit you with this, and you're going to really believe this, Vincent, because I'm going to say it from my heart, yeah. is that this movie doesn't feel like it has one. That was Mad Max 3, and this being the back catalog. Talk soon. Yes. Yes! That one's going to go viral.